So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have airplanes flying already. I love it. Hey, uh, I am so excited to have you here. We have a fantastic show lined up for you because of none other than Eli Step. He is here. He is in the wings. He is waiting. He is scratching at the monitor saying, let me in. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And uh, we'll be bringing him on very, very soon. Real quick, the Mind Body Business Show. What is it all about? It is a show that I had developed with you in mind. Who is that? That is the entrepreneur, the business person that's looking for the next tip, for the next value statement that's going to take their business to the next level. I have interviewed hundreds of people over the years, now going on five years on this very show, and they're from all over the world and very successful entrepreneurs. And from them, I personally have learned an immense amount of things that have helped me in my business to propel it forward. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that tonight will be no different because I'm getting to know Eli here right before the show. We had a chat before that some months ago, I think. And he's an amazing guy who's doing amazing things. And I know you can learn a lot from him and take what he says and put it into action and see results. That is what this show is about. And it's about what I call the three pillars of success, mind, body, and business. So mind representing mindset. Now, I used to, or back a while ago, I studied for a period of about 10 years, only successful people and what made them, you know, more successful than perhaps myself. And I thought, well, what is it? And I kept seeing these three things float up to the top. And they are the very three things that construe the, the title of this show. Mindset. To a person, each of these individuals had a very powerful and a very positive and most importantly, flexible mindset and body literally meant that each of these individuals took care of themselves both nutritionally and physically and business now business is very multi multifaceted it includes things like well one must master skill sets a, a wide variety of skill sets in order to build a thriving business and then to not only build it but then to maintain it grow and scale it and these skill sets in, involve things like marketing, sales, team building, systematizing, leadership. I could go on for quite some time. And being as astute as you all are, that you are watching here and listening to this very show, you know that mastering any one skill set of any kind can take an ungodly amount of time. I forget what the number was, but to become, be called an expert in anything, uh, I think required 10,000 hours of focused effort. I think that was the number. That's a lot of hours. Same thing with mastering any kind of skill set. The good news is you don't have to master not even every one of the skill sets I just mentioned. And there was what, I don't know, five that I just mentioned. One of those will take a long time, let alone all five and then many more beyond. The good news is if you just master one, that's right. Just one skill set out of, in fact, let me see. Yes, it was one of the ones that I mentioned just a second ago. If you master just one skill set, you can leverage it 
to bring in individuals that have mastered the other skill sets. Now, these are skill sets you may have not yet mastered or may never master because it just takes too doggone much time to do so. So this, if anyone wants to know what that, that skill set is, go ahead, let me know, or I, I won't, I won't tell you. I'm kidding. I'm going to tell you that one skill set is leadership. Yes. When you have mastered the skill set of leadership, you can now bring in individuals who have mastered those skill sets that you have yet to and leverage their skills and lead them in building your empire and your business. It's pretty awesome. So even if you don't have a team yet, get in the habit of leading yourself as if you were a member of your own team. There we go. I'm going to leave it at that for that part of this show. And another wonderful thing, absolutely beautiful thing that I learned about very successful people is that to a person, they are also very avid readers of books. And we're not just talking any kind of book, but the right books. And with that, I want to segue very briefly, and then we'll bring on Eli. I'm going to segue very briefly to a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, there you see it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And that is a website that I had built with you in mind once again. And yes, I know it sounds a little cheesy, but it's true. It is a website that I put together that comprises all of the books that I personally have read and vet. Now, a quick aside here for those of you watching this live, even if you're listening on audio podcast right now, is what I want to do is give you just a, a small piece of advice, if I may. And that would be rather than succumb to that urge to go typing in that URL somewhere and clicking and looking at it while this show is going on, while you're listening, while you're watching, rather than do that, I would implore upon you, I would almost beg you to instead get out a notebook and a pen and take notes, write down the URLs, the web addresses, the books. We get many book recommendations on this show. Write them down and then visit those resources after the show is over. Now, why do I say that? The reason is because I had years from speaking on the stage of experience where there were times where I noticed I would be coming up to the really juicy part from stage and I'm about to bring it. And I know what the juicy part is. It's my presentation. And I know it's going to impact the lives of these individuals. And sometimes I would see someone get up and walk out looking at their phone. They got that all important text or maybe a phone call. They were on silent mode or they had to go to the restroom. The thing is, is the magic happens in the room. So stay in the room, stay focused, stay with us. I would just absolutely hate for it. If you were to take your gaze and focus somewhere else, right at the moment that Eli just lays down that one golden nugget, that one value bomb, that one smart bomb, that one bomb of wisdom that only he knows about that you just missed. I would hate for that to happen. So that is my soapbox moment. Please take notes instead of typing them in uh, uh, your browser right now. So do that. Reach your peak library. Let's get that out of the way. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. So again, it's a website that I put together that has only the books that I've read and that have had an impact on me both or not both, but necessarily professionally, personally, or both <laughs> business and personal uh, life. And yeah, you'll see them scrolling up the screen there. That is uh, a collection there. 
they're in there in no rhyme or reason. Um, you'll see a lot of Grant Cardone altogether, but they're not put in by author name necessarily. I just had them added by my team as I finished reading them. I'm way behind on updating this, but there are plenty in here. So if you are an avid reader or if you're not an avid reader, it doesn't matter which, go here. You can look and find that next great read, knowing that at least one other successful person has vetted it. What does that do? That optimizes your chances of not wasting your time on a bad book. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee you're going to get everything out of it. I got out of it. We're all individual, but I think you understand the point. And by the way, if you have your own bookstore that you prefer to purchase your books from, just find the title here and go buy it there. This is not here to make money from. It is here to be a resource for you that uh, gives you the ability to succeed faster than you are currently. That is really the main and only reason for it. And speaking of the main and only reason for it, the main and only reason for this show is to bring on incredible, incredible and amazing guest experts like Eli Stepp, who is going to be coming on. Well, I'm going to say right about now. Let's bring him on, shall we? Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Eli Step. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Eli. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very well. Thank you. It's so great to be here, Brian. I certainly appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to have some fun. Uh, I'm going to now introduce you, Eli, if I may, uh, in a manner that you are so deserving of uh, because you have a great short little bot. Thank you, by the way, for making it so short. I appreciate that because uh, we are going to get deeper into who Eli Step is as we go through this wonderful interview tonight. Uh, so Eli Step is a U.S. Army veteran. I'm going to pause right there. Thank you for your service, Eli, Mr. Step. I appreciate that. And he's also over 40-year business aviation professional. He is a personal development and fitness advocate. And he's also president and founder of BizAvJets Incorporated, advisory services and co-founder of BizAvJets USA Magazine. He serves the business aviation uh, industry in multiple roles, as you can already tell. With that, I give you the one and only Eli Stepp officially and formally welcoming you to the show, the Mind Body Business Show. So amazingly wonderful to have you on, Eli. Thank you so much. It's great, great to be here. Oh, man. And I know it's like, hey, you just told me that same thing. Why do I have to repeat? Uh, thank you again. I just love hearing thank you. That's why I do it. I'm, I'm so kidding. So uh, one of the things I like to open up with is literally about the first word of the title of this show, and that's mind and mindset. And I love this one. I'm so curious about successful people like yourself. Uh, you know, you've gone through and successfully done your time, literally, in the Army. You've then taken, I'm sure you've got a lot of disciplinary um, training from that that helped bridge you into the corporate world and or entrepreneurship, either one. I don't even know that if you went to the corporate world first. But at least it, I know for a fact I have interviewed many uh, military vets, and they all have that one thing in common, and that is supreme discipline when it comes to anything they do in their lives. I'm not saying you're perfect. No one is, but highly disciplined compared to the rest of the people I've interviewed for sure. And, and I always look at that as a great plus, a great plus in addition to the fact that you helped uh, our country. And I appreciate that to no end. But when it comes to mindset, when you get up in the morning, Eli, knowing that 
you have a business of your own, knowing that there is going, there are going to be these arduous steps ahead of you in the next day, knowing that you're going to hit those speed bumps, those setbacks, those, those things that kind of knock you for a loop. What is it that is going on in your big, beautiful brain? The moment you wake up and you're about to roll out of bed, what keeps you driven? What is going on in your mind to keep you going and keep you serving day in and day out? Well, in all honesty, no matter how the day before went or what the challenges are of the day, uh, I have a bit of a mantra before I roll out is I feel great at least seven times. I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. Even when I don't. And then uh, getting up, you know, and being grateful. Uh, but I start the day uh, with a bit of prayer and at least a 20 to 30 minute meditation. And that really works wonders. There are times during the meditation, uh, maybe it doesn't feel as deep, but every time it settles the nerves and, you know, I can start my day. I love it. And, you know, there are so many uh, successful people like yourself that I interviewed that have some kind of routine each and every morning. Not everyone does, not every successful person does, but the majority do. And I love that, that you get up and you say, I feel great. I, I've interviewed someone recently that said, I slept great, even if they slept horribly. <laughs> and they said it made a massive impact on their day because they didn't yeah. set it in their subconscious that they had a bad night's sleep. And then they were just groggy all day. It actually energized them. And so this, I'm saying this to let people know yeah, that exactly. even though it seems so subtle, what you just said, Eli, it works. It's proven. I've just interviewed it's too really many does. people not to you know to prove me wrong and then you know being grateful that's huge uh you know i you know yeah. get up and being grateful for even the small things thank you god for allowing me to be the only one that sees this exact angle of that picture on the wall right now because i'm the only one that can see that and it's unique and beautiful to me uh just little things uh, thank you for letting me see uh thank you for so many things you could go on forever and that just sets up your day and then prayer oh yes oh yes Amen to that. And that's about all we need to say to prayers. I also, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead, please. Yeah. Now, I also wanted to add, I have seven affirmations or declarations that I wrote a long time ago. And uh, I repeat them every day. And it's basically freedom, gratitude, confidence, um, positivity, improvement, enjoyment. And I've got them memorized. And, you know, it takes about 10 minutes. That's really good. That help, that's helpful also. Oh man. And I've, I've known, uh, you know, I've been, I've had so many folks on like yourself that do these various things and I would start implementing them. And it was like, I don't know if you've ever been, if you've been to networking seminars, you know, like entrepreneurial seminars, physically on site, and there's a big sea of people. Well, I was one of those seminar junkies. I went to them over and over. I mean, everyone I could get to. And that is what started happening to me when I started interviewing people and going, I'm going to try that one. I'm going to try this one. I'm going to try this one. And I started, I got to the point where I'm not holding on to any single one of them. And it's not, do And but I would notice as I would employ each one of them individually the next day or that day, I would see tremendous results. It's amazing. Great. It's amazing. Have yeah, you ever great. missed one of those steps? I'm sure you're a human being and you had you got busy, you had to get out of the house quick, you couldn't do your, your 10 or 15 minutes. Have you ever missed a step and then look back and go, man, I feel that I missed that step because the result of my day well, didn't show it. Definitely. You know, there, there are days where you go through and you don't get to do all the affirmations or decorations or really the meditation. That's when I really notice the difference. Uh, it just makes all the difference in the world. That, that and exercise as well. Oh, 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 
Yes. The mind and body. I love it. I always say the mind and body are a team. And more importantly, the mind and body are your team. And if any member of any team is suffering, even in the slightest amount, the team as a whole suffers. And that's what I, I love to bring those two together. So thank you for bringing that into the fray. What is your philosophy on fitness, on staying, you know, in motion it's not about being you know getting all buff like arnold was back in the heyday but it is truly about staying healthy and energized and invigorated i know this personally being a former uh certified personal instructor but um for you what have you noticed when you actually do get up and move and exercise what does that do for you throughout the day um continuous movement is really important and you know that it doesn't mean you have to move at you know, fastest speeds ever or whatever, but the continuous motion and continuity of going day after day. Uh, for a while, I was uh, involved with beach body. I was a beach body coach and I did P90X and all those other things. It was very motivating. Uh, and uh, once I stopped that, I kept going to the gym. I get up at 4 a.m. every day, do my prayer meditation, and then go to the gym. And my gym in includes, you know, basically, you know, two or three sets of push ups. Uh, depending on the day, one one's arm day, one's back day, one's in. Then I hit the uh, treadmill for a steep incline for about 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. Then the elliptical for 15 to 20 minutes. And before you know it, you've burned 600 calories for the day, which is wonderful. We're all trying to have a good body. But the mental aspect is the best. I'll be honest with you. There's times at night I'm worried about something and everything. And, uh, you know, oh, the world's coming to an end over this issue. And after that workout, all is well all is calm. And so it's not just the physical part, but the mental part. That is phenomenal. I was P90, P90X certified as well. Awesome. Went to Santa Monica and went through the certification process. Uh, that was quite a wonderful ride. That's how I got my son involved into fitness was at home. Uh, I basically, he was just becoming of age to play tackle football and I didn't want him lifting weights. I heard all the horror stories about how it's bad on joints for really sure. young uh, kids, but this was all body weight as you are very well uh, versed in. And I thought this is perfect. And I, I saw the infomercial and I went to my son. I said, look, I'll make you a deal. I'll get this only if you work out with me. And he yeah. said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And he did. And he is now, he works out more than I do. And he goes to the gym and all that. I still have my P90X disc somewhere. I don't know where they're at. Well, I have mine too. And insanity. Yeah. Also, I became an insanity instructor. Oh, <laughs> and like yoga, that was the first time I personally ever experienced like doing yoga. Because I always had this thought like, yeah. I'm just striking all these poses. What? I've never sweat so much doing nothing in my you. entire life. <laughs> I, I gained an extreme respect for yoga. Yes. <laughs> program. Yes. Sure. I mean, the human pretzels of the world. I, I acknowledge you and appreciate yeah. you. Whew, I got to tell you, though, I was the most limber in my life when I was doing that. I hit the golf yeah. ball farther. I wasn't stronger. I was just more flexible. Uh, it doesn't take strength to hit a golf ball far. It just takes flexibility, I've learned, uh, and yeah. um, technique, of course. But anyway, um, great. I'm so glad to hear that you were also part of the P90X community back in the day and Beachbody and all that. That that was fun ride, and uh, Tony Horton was awesome was. as well. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. So great. You're in the physical fitness. You've got the mindset going. What got you? What drove you down the path? You were a army veteran and then you became interested deeply in aviation. What made that happen for you? 
in all honesty, I would like to say I was the kid that watched airplanes since he was three years old and was always inspired. In all honesty, uh, at the end of high school, I didn't want to see another classroom for a long time. Uh, so I decided to go into the military at the time. And um, I wanted something civilian related. So a turbine engine uh, technician was available with the U.S. Army on, on helicopters. And that was it. But, you know, once you get into that mode, you get your blood. And now, you know, I was right into it, loved going on trip, loved working on aircraft. And it's a real thrill to know that you put it together and you get on and ride it. You know, you're, you have such confidence to put that together. And that's one of the most uh, thrilling things over my career. It's been a great career. I love it. Oh, that's phenomenal. And we have someone I think you know, Pamela Anderson Williams says, hey, Eli, happy to see you here. She is joining the show. Okay. Paula, great to see you. <laughs> I love it when Wonderful. we have friends come on and uh, show uh, She's a great marketing person. I'll give her a shout out. She, she does some marketing for my business. She's wonderful. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Always good to, to give out praise where praise is absolutely due for sure. I'm a big proponent of that for, as well. I can tell you're, you're a phenomenal leader just by, just by that act right there, what you just did. That is phenomenal. And uh, kudos for doing that. Now, I opened the show by talking about one of the things was the importance of reading and reading books. Uh, do you, can you think of one business related book that you would say has risen to the top and at least right now for the time being until you read the next great one, <laughs> is there one business related book that you can recall that you would say has actually inspired you the most, or is just flat out your favorite book in general? No, I, I was, waiting for this question because one is very hard uh i'll tell you one recently uh, and i've got two or three listed here i was ready for this part you know but secrets of a millionaire mind by t mm. harvecker and i know it sounds like it's all about money but he really goes through about you have a mindset about finances you don't realize he does a great job of breaking that down and helping you realize it you know, and I'll just mention a couple others real quick. Uh, you know, obviously, when friends influence people, Dale Carnegie, start with why Simon Sinek, big improvement on my life. I love that book. Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Uh, and then, you know, Secret of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. I couldn't limit it to one. So, but uh, the, the most recent one I've, I've, I've consumed, like at least 10 times on audio, was The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. It's just great. And I, I listen to my audio books while I'm doing weights. And it just makes a big difference. Wow. So I think we, mu uh, we must have been separated at birth, man. We're like twins. Uh, there's so many things common. <laughs> Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. As soon as you said that, I'm like, yes. I, and I listen all, as well on Audible and during workouts, especially I like to do it during the cardio. <laughs> So I'm doing actual uh, resistance training. I want to concentrate on the muscle that I'm resisting a little bit more, but yeah. I'm always on the cardio or and or the drive to and from wherever I'm going in the gym and that kind of thing. So, yeah, all great ones. I mean, when friends influence people, start with why. Uh, Goggins, I just read my first Goggins book, and it wasn't that one. It was uh, the more recent one, and I can't remember the title of it. Um, right. Goodness. It was, it's, it was great. Yeah, yeah, what he's been through and – you know, how he was doing all these marathons, these massive runs, and his body was breaking down. Jeez, and he would just keep going. and just unbelievable. Uh, 
and it's very inspiring. I never want to, I, I personally never want to endure that, that kind of pain. And this was a lot self-inflicted, uh, but done for a purpose, not just to be painful. Yeah. And the book, he explains it very well in there. And you learn a lot from these people that otherwise you wouldn't even realize. Uh, but yeah, Secrets of Millionaire Mind is one of my top. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Jeff Fagan, who I've interviewed, interviewed on the show. He's become a friend of mine. He was the original COO of T. Harv Eker's first the big company. Um, oh, wow. I forgot the name of it. It was a huge seminar company, and I can't even remember the name of it. But uh, he worked with him for, I think it was six years or something, Jeff did. And he wow. literally burned out wow. because he said uh, T. Harv Eker's work ethic was ungodly. And the neat thing about it, though, okay, Jeff well. carries around a physical copy of Secrets of Millionaire Mind, like a lot of us would carry around the Bible and it was tattered and hand soiled and, and dog eared and post-it mark and just completely full of his notes. Uh, he carried it everywhere with him. So it is a very imp impactful book. So yeah, absolutely. You know, and I've got them written down as far as, you know, he has those uh, mantras in there. You know, you put your hand on your heart and said, my inner world creates my inner world. I have a millionaire mind. He has like 12 or 15 of them. I've got them yes. all on my phone. I say them daily too. <laughs> I love it. I remember those. And yeah, that is one of those. That's a great. So you've listened to it multiple times. I want to ask you this question. So the, the first time you listened to it compared to the last time, the most recent was all. Did you get the same exact thing out of it? Oh, well, so no, uh, you know, no. your mind uh, and I've read this and heard it and I believe it. You know, you'll catch certain things when you listen to it, and then your mind has caught that already. Now you're catching other key things. There you go. And I recommend any good book listening to it at least three times. I've listened to his book 12 times. And and he recommends you either read it or, or listen to it once a month for a year. Well, I, I did 12 times in like four months. Oh, wow. Now I'll go back to it again soon, you know. But I, it was just that good to me. I mean, um, and it's the breakdown, though. Of, you know, we have these mindsets that we need to break uh, before you can move forward. And it, it, he helps you understand it. And it's so true. I have done, I've actually asked this question from stage of the audience to say, how many of you have ever read a single book more than one time? Most of the place raises their hand. And I said, of all of you, how many of you would say that the book changed for you? Every hand went up. And I said, well, wait a minute. And I pick up a physical book. I go, so imagine this is that book. Did the pages change inside? And they're like going, no. Um, did someone get ripped out? No. Well, the book didn't change. What changed? And they got it and they raised their hand and said, it was me because they were ready for the next step. You just said it so eloquently that you just, you got it. And the next time you didn't need to get it again, now you're open and ready for the next uh, lesson. And that's the other thing as I learned yeah. is repetition yeah. is the key to mastery. You know, people say, why would you do it over and over? And as kids, I'd watch Bugs Bunny cartoons 50 times over my life and I, I could almost recite them without watching them. Uh, yeah. But you know, that's that's not something that's really fueling my mind, <laughs> depending on which one it was. Really but, right. Right. but a great a great habit. What you're doing is uh, and proposing uh, that others do is to read a book more than once. If it was impactful the first time, it's going to be even more and exponentially more if you do it more and more because you do get more each time. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that that happens. Mm -hmm. People go, why do I want to read it again? It's like, why wouldn't you? There's every reason to do it. <laughs> so phenomenal. Physical fitness. Okay. Um, I'm curious, uh, like one of the things I love to ask about business owners such as yourself, 
is what I call the lifeblood of any business. And that is this wonderful concept known as marketing. And we all must be successful at marketing to a degree or our business is not a success. Uh, it's, you know, when people are, uh, companies are laying off certain departments, most of them, uh, the great majority of them irrationally lay off the marketing group. I'm like, what? You just cut off your own leg. They are the only ones keeping you going. But mm -hmm. for you, you know, when it comes to marketing your business now, what, what you did maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, most likely is not working today like it did back then. And then what's working today no. most likely won't be working 10, 15, 20 years out in the future. But right now, if you were to pinpoint one, one uh, of your most successful strategies for marketing, whether it be uh, referral based, word of mouth, uh, social media, being on podcasts, whatever it happens to be, what would that one go to for you right now? Would you recommend others uh, take a look at employing as a strategy in their business? As far as what I'll call mass marketing, uh, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. But as far as mass marketing, for me, social media marketing is key, the best, it's cheap, and it's a gift to a 63-year-old like me because I was never a computer coder. I don't do any of that stuff. And when those uh, marketing tools came out like that, it was just a gift. I can go ahead and put together something myself. I can put ads out, I can put TikToks. I mean, even even though I'm a little bit older, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on all of them. And, you know, so I was being creative. Of course, I don't have all the time to be creative all the time, but it's fun to do that. Uh, and then uh, I've hired ABCI Marketing, which was Paula Williams that came on a while ago, and they'll do some of that for me coming out three times a week. I've partnered with two companies. One is uh, Apex Aviation in Las Vegas. Uh, they do aviation maintenance on Eclipse aircraft. And the other is Fly Air Inc. And they've developed a, an app where you can speak into it and it'll bring you the charter flights you just asked for, you know. But anyway, I've partnered with both of those and we do co-branded marketing and ABCI does that for us. Uh, so that's the, the mass part. And the reason I say mass marketing because individual marketing is what I'll call when you go to a conference. You introduce yourself. What do you do? What do I do? What can we do together? Or, hey, send an email or I'll be glad to give you a shout out. That individual marketing, even though it's not on a mass uh, scale, can be very effective. I have been to uh, Grant Cardone conferences uh, more than once. Uh, you know, so I've met him and uh, I've met uh, JT Fox uh, recently, uh, Joseph Nantoma, it's a gentleman in Milwaukee that puts on conferences. And every one of those conferences, you do get good information, don't get me wrong about that. But part of it is the people you get to meet and you get to market yourself and what you do. Yeah, and that that's the one. So for I, I've seen marketing strategies that work back in the day, you know, over a decade ago, you could do uh, mass emails and those would work phenomenally yeah. well. You could literally make a lot of money on emailing today that doesn't work as good as it did you have to now establish some kind of rapport uh no like and trust factor a relationship but what did work back then and what worked and works today and what i believe will work all the way out into the future is that latter part you just talked about which is relationship marketing which is building unique individual relationships one human being at a time and yes it takes a lot more time yes it takes a lot more effort uh, and it's not as efficient as use of your time unless you find one or two out of all these that 
that, that becomes that one person. It does not be that one person that becomes your client. They could have resources or they could know other people that might be interested in your products or service. They might be someone you could co-brand with like you've done, Eli. Uh, it could be any, it's any number of things. And doing this live show, that is exactly what's been happening for me. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned this too. <laughs> yeah, developing relationships with people like you. And we know, you know, they say you can choose your, your friends, but you can't choose your family. Uh, have you ever heard that before, Eli? I'm sure you have. Well, I, have bad news. I have bad news for you because you are now part of my family. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you very and much. <laughs> um, one, one of the other things I'll mention, too, about marketing, and, you, and when you said relationship marketing, is that there's a company called Promptings that you it's send out cards. And basically, yes. you can – I have a package with them, $97 a month. I can send all the cards I want. So, uh, again, there's a comeback in, in some of these things, like getting a real card in the mail. And that one's very effective as well. Yeah, it's interesting doing this live show. I've had I'm not I'm not like trying to set you up to do anything here, but I get all kinds of gifts that I don't even expect. They're like, hey, what's your mailing address? I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's all about. Yeah. Okay, here yeah. it is. I kind of know them, but I get their books, I get cards, like you said, with um, wonderful yeah. thank you messages. I get little gifts, little like one of them sent me a padlock because it was part of their their uh, their brand. So they have a little media kit. And it's really cool because then I learn while I am receiving these gifts. And it's pretty awesome. I've got a bookshelf. One shelf is full of the books I've gotten from uh, guests who have authored books. And uh, yeah, it is. It's very wonderful. And it's humbling at the same time. And and that's the thing is you develop yeah. deep, deep relationships using shows like this deeper by far than a networking event, which I've been too many of those uh, where you get 15, 20 minute yeah. breaks. You're not going to build a deep relationship, uh, especially when their time might be being vied for by others at the same time you're trying to get it. Uh, it's just, uh, it's so much easier to do it this way and uh, much more methodical. Yeah. Uh, but the relationship marketing to me is the number one uh, form, even though it does take the longest amount of time to develop and get the relationships. Yeah. And at some point you start uh, getting business from it. It's not immediate usually, but uh, it's a different tactic and mass marketing is another great way. I mean, that's what this show is all about is getting you, Eli, to the masses. More people can see you, become aware of you. Uh, they're all going to love you. Uh, you're just a likable guy. And that's a big part of it. You're, they're going to enjoy what you do. So I want to get into what you do a little bit here and ask you kind of point blank. What is it that you do for your business? Who is the, your target market? Like who is your ideal client that you serve? And then finally, if you have a success story or two that you would like to share uh, I'm sure everyone would love to hear that as well. So if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to put up your website on the back here. I appreciate we'll, uh, that. Thank you. We'll share that. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, I, you know, what, what the business, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, go ahead and uh, yeah. uh, give her all yeah. you got. So, as so as basically, you know, what what uh, business I've just started, uh, I've been in the business aviation industry a long time. And unfortunately, it gets a lot of negative press. And uh, I just started BizAv just because I wanted to promote business aviation in the positive light. Now, a lot of people don't know it, like 15,000 flights a year in business aviation go to humanitarian efforts. You know, there's a bunch of them. If you go to noplanenogain.org, there's a bunch of information on there that will tell you what all business aviation does. And lately, you've been hearing about, you know, pollution and things like that. All of the aviation industry, I believe, is only 2% of uh, carbon uh, issues and business aviation is only 0.2%. 
And everybody in the business aviation and aviation is contributing to offset their carbon offsets. You know, so, but anyway, I started the business for that. Uh, and it was basically just to promote it and uh, do advisory services from people I know over the years in the business, whether they're buying an airplane, doing maintenance, things of that nature. Uh, but my success, one of the success stories is a friend of mine introduced me to another friend of mine. And he said, well, I'd, I'd love to go on a flight. You know, I said, well, we can do it if you'd like, you know, let's get a group together. And we all got together. It was a networking event. It's not the destination. So we flew from Vegas uh, over to Los Angeles, had lunch at the beach. They wanted to go to a cigar smoke shop. We did that and came home. Uh, but the thing was, uh, everybody, there was accountants on that airplane who are now my accountants. There were solar people on that airplane. You know, there were entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and now we are connections that, you know, it's a networking event. So that's a success story. And even though I can't say, well, that made me tons of money, it really didn't. It kind of broke even, but it was a trip that those relationships are worth much more than if you made a bunch of money on a particular trip. So that that's one success story. Uh, the other was uh, In-Flight USA magazine contacting me and wanted to do an article. So we were on the cover of uh, September 2020 of In-Flight USA magazine. And then I came back and said, let's partner and do a magazine of our own. <laughs> and they agreed. So uh, I was really excited about that. So we uh, you know, came out with BizAvJets USA magazine, a quarterly publication. We've got eight coming up on nine issues. And then uh, just a really quick cheap plug, uh, shameless plug here. Another friend in aviation is a veteran. And we just came out with Veterans Transition Advocate magazine. I know that's not what this show is about, but we're very excited about that. And, you know, now it's branching out uh, to things of people that have served and, you know, veterans are coming out and they're transitioning and that's what that magazine's about. Oh, so yeah, those are the two success stories. If you wouldn't mind, uh, please hold that up one more time so we can uh, oh, see who thank that you. is. Thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity. We were fortunate to get Nick Trotta, who is a former uh, Secret, Service, Secret Service agent who's very passionate about um, you know veterans' causes, and he was kind enough to do an article, and now he serves on our board as well. So we've got some power behind us on that. I love it, and I love I love anything and everything to do with veterans. I mean, if if I get the, the you know if I get to choose between working with a vet and a non-vet, I almost always am jaded toward the vet, like instantly and automatically. Appreciate that. Yeah, and I mean, it, you guys and gals have all put in the time. And it, you know, it doesn't mean everyone's been on the line and their lives are at stake, but many are. My dad, he was in the Air Force. He never flew in an airplane. That's what he wanted to do, uh, but he didn't get that opportunity. So he ended up soldering parts and uh, fixing parts and building parts for avionics back in the day, a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah, I have yeah, nothing yeah, but yeah. respect for him and everyone that sat behind a desk or pushed yeah. paper or phones all day because that was your time and you devoted it to this country. And I appreciate that no matter what. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, um, I was in in peacetime, so I didn't have to serve in conflict, but I really want to promote and give back to the, I have so much respect for those that have went in, in harm's way. I'm so grateful. And you know what? Even when you enlist, you don't know if you're not going to see combat, you know, there's a risk that you will. And so, you know, you put, you're literally putting your life on the line by, uh, you know, signing on the dotted line. And that, I have nothing yeah, but mad respect. Right I know there's different reasons different people do it. Uh, it doesn't matter to me what their reasons were. The fact is they did it. You did it. And I appreciate and respect that. Well, thank you. And I think more people should express the same rather than uh, uh, what I've heard of others doing. I just 
I'm not going to go there because that's horrible. Um, so <clears throat> you've been uh, doing this business for a while, and I'm I'm sure that along, along the way you've never made a single mistake uh, when it came to business, not one. Uh, yeah, exactly. So what I find are the more successful the individual is, the more mistakes they've made along the way, and they make them faster. That way they can realize what never to do again and focus the energy on something different and they get to that level of success quicker by literally making more mistakes so if you were to coin it a mistake and you can think of going back through the business uh, that you've been building over the years what would stick out as what you would say would be the biggest mistake you can remember that you ever made but the, the important part is and the more important part is what did you learn from it that helped you uh, going forward well, probably spending too much money on and putting something together uh, that you feel is going to happen on a regular basis and it doesn't happen on the regular basis, you know. So uh, basically having some cash flow available and maybe it didn't work out that way and then you're kind of spending more money than you intended to. Um, I, I had another business back in the 90s, uh, which is going to be providing contract people to aviation outfits and that was a little bit tough too and uh, that one did not make it so uh i would say probably the answer to that is whatever you think is going to happen be sure that you do the research it's going to happen on a regular basis for the income that you expect yeah or put the things in place that need to make that happen like you know consistent constant marketing sales calls outreach uh bring in a team and get some help so that you can ramp up those efforts i mean I, I don't know anybody I've ever talked I, to that spent too much at one point. Uh, I'm always reinvesting too much back into my business because I just want to continue to improve it and yeah. make the experience even better. Sure. Uh, I can so relate to that. And at the same time, you kind of spook me. It's like, man, I wonder if I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I think I always am. It's just uh, I, I love what I get to do. And I, I put everything into it just as yeah. it was a loved one. And so it's a lot of fun. To be um, honest with you. I love this too. It's so I'm, um, you know, the, the consulting or the advisory part and the magazine, every time you hear somebody do what, you know, is you're passionate about or love or whatever, these two things, they've just been wonderful. And, and I still provide some, you know, uh, work for a major company that does aircraft maintenance tracking and things of that nature. And that keeps me in tune with the business as well, but I just love it. So there's been an, uh, a very healthy debate about that very topic that I've uh, discussed with many people on this show. And that is, you know, there are some that are at the camp that you need to be passionate and love what you do. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to love every second of every day. It, that's just impossible. There are going to be those things that you don't want to do, like bookkeeping, unless you like that kind of thing and, and things that are not fun. Uh, but there are others of the camp that say no. Don't worry about passion just go after what's going to make the money and go after the the marketplace you know what where the marketplace is solid what are your feelings on that having been through what you've been through thus far i think it's a little bit of both uh you know you need to to like what you do and and i do and i i kind of fell into the publishing part and i've really loved that you know i've written articles and everything and i i love you know, giving advice that is helpful to others, you know, or helping them out in the situation or researching their maintenance records or, you know, things like that. I absolutely love that. But uh, like you say, it, you do have to go after the money. Some or you're just going to dry up. Uh, 
you know, so, um, yeah. And that, that's one of the, and those things I mentioned earlier about what I do when I said, you know, freedom, uh, gratitude, you know, happiness, those seven things I mentioned earlier. I know some very wealthy people that are not hitting all of those. You know, they're yeah. either not happy or they're not, you know, and everything. So it's kind of balancing those things along with it helps as well. Yeah, I like to tend, I, I've just, you know, I've, I'm not actually that far behind you in age. Uh, I'll be 59 here very soon. And um, I think I'm behind you. I don't know. I don't even know. But uh, I'm 63. You're right. I'm 63. Oh, 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 right around the corner. You could be my very slightly older brother. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I, for me, having been on the planet long enough now, I tend to lean toward the passion side of things to start it. You know, want to make sure you're passionate, you love it then also be sure you can monetize it, that there is a marketplace that does want what you offer yeah. as a service or a product or what have you. But I agree with you that they are both absolutely necessary. And on the end of money and making money, have you ever fallen into the trap of not valuing your own services or products enough and not charging enough for them, realizing that you need to be charging oh, more? For definitely. I'm kind of doing some reevaluation about that right now. Uh, and, and the other part, you know, doing that. And the other part is really being sharing enthusiastically what you do. You know, uh, um, we all tend to maybe be a little embarrassed to put ourselves out there or things like that. But yeah, there's no doubt about that. I've, I've been to a place where if it's just a question, you know, obviously, you know, somebody in the business, but you want to go through this. It's really maybe what I would have done for $100 now would be 1000 uh, you know, because if if you're going to take the time to do it and really go through it, you know, and if the people really aren't done and you are qualifying who you're working for, too, when you do that. Absolutely. And an interesting thing is when you raise the price point, people value it even more and they will buy more of it mm -hmm. sometimes. And it does the opposite of what mm -hmm. people might think. And the other part I know from my standpoint was, you know, when, when you have a skill set and you've had it for a good part of your life, you take it for granted and you think if I can do it, who, why, why couldn't Eli do it? Why couldn't somebody else do it? And then, so by saying those things to ourselves, we devalue it and then price it accordingly, yeah. which is wrong. And what I love is I want every entrepreneur that's actually providing a service, something that serves others. I want every entrepreneur to charge top dollar and make top dollar because right. the more money they make, the more they can scale their business and help and serve more people. So it's a wonderful, self-fulfilling uh, entity. Money is important. It's not, you know, money is not the e uh, root of all evil. It's for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It's always misquoted out of the Bible. Uh, and it's not, it's just where are you focusing? Are you focusing on money? Are you focusing on your savior, which is your, your focus? And that's what all yeah. that, that right. phrase means right. really. Uh, but money is very important. Uh, and we are all blessed. And I want Eli to make an insane amount of money so that you can serve more people and, and get the word yeah. out about aviation like you just did about the misnomers we keep hearing about the carbon footprint and all that. Um, yeah, it's just that gives you guys a black eye and it's not it's not warranted. And I'm glad that you have backing and, and the data to say, you know, it's, it's different when, and it's actually a good thing to have this service. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, David Meltzer, I don't know if you know that name, but he um, he was the actual person on Jerry Maguire, the movie. He was the real person behind the sporting agency back then. And he's kind of an indirect mentor of mine. He comes to Vegas every once in a while. I get to hear him speaking and do a stand-up. But his thing is, and I love it, it says, make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. 
and you put it like that, you don't even have to feel bad about making money. If you've got that little guilt thing going, forget it. Make a lot of money, help a lot of people with that money. Have a lot yes. of fun when you're doing it. One of my favorite things. I love it. He, he shared that with me. Yeah, and nothing uh, thrills me more than seeing the results that I had something to do with in a client where they've improved their life, their business, they made more money, they, they're happier, they've achieved something they never did before. That fuels me. If I didn't have to earn an income, that's I would just do it. You know, I would just do it for that alone, for the gratification of helping another human oh, being absolutely. in any yeah. way they need it. You yeah. know, any way I can help, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to do that. Oh my gosh, I just looked at the time. See, we're having too much fun, Eli. Uh, the, the time is yeah. flying by. Um, you, you've made it very fun. I appreciate that. <laughs> and it's it's really uh, truly due to you. And it always is the guest that comes on. Uh, you're, uh, you're a joy to talk to and you're providing so much transparent value. You know, you're not holding back on anything. And I appreciate that about you. And I, I that's what do you think about that? I like that topic about transparency. What do you think about uh, leaders? who are, they exhibit some degree of transparency that let people in to know that they truly aren't actually all perfect like social media would make them out to be uh, and that it's okay to show your faults, to show that you are human. What are your thoughts on being transparent when you're a leader of a company? Oh my gosh, I think it's everything for me. I mean, you'll see people on like Gary Vaynerchuk on, on social media. He, he's one of those guys. I mean, he'll he'll give it to you straight what he thinks, but he, he doesn't act like he's perfect. And then you CEOs, they're saying, I don't do accounting. That's why I hire accountants or I don't do this. That's why I'm not good at that. You know, that's transparent enough to say, I'm not doing that, you know, and then they share their mistakes. You know, what they did, what went wrong, you know, things like that. They failed. Their story is everything. And, uh, you know, so my thoughts on that, that transparency is great. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, so I, you said you, you hit another topic uh, about, you know, when we're going through, especially when we're younger male adults, our ego factor is much higher. Uh, and then we learn as we get older that in order to be successful, we need to bring that, that thing down, that ego quotient down. And the more we do and the more we look for help and the more we admit our mistakes and the more that we are transparent with the fact that we're not perfect, that's when I found the success started right. to really start hitting. And I thought, well, I can either have this great ego and always be right, or I can be happy. You know, that saying about with yeah. marriage, you can either be right or you can be happy. Uh, and it's true. It's so true. And it's yeah. the yeah. moment yeah. I reached out and got some help. That was it. That was the switch that said, oh my gosh. And then, oh you know, gosh. being in yeah. a position to say, I need help where, you know, most younger dudes, like when I was younger, there's no way I was ever going to do that. It's like, I can do this. Yeah, you know? same here. Same here. Yes. There's a saying, there's a saying uh, in one of the books I've listened to is like, uh, you can be right or you can be rich. <laughs> if you're right all the time, you're probably not going to be rich. <laughs> it's so true. I think as humans, we're wired this way. We're wired to always want to be right. You know, it's interesting. I think to a person, I don't think there's a person on the planet that can escape it. It's just how much can you uh, suppress that need to always be right and and then have a better need, which is a bigger goal. A bigger need is to provide more for your family rather than just be right for yourself uh, as one example. So, oh, my goodness. Well, and to oh uh, some feedback you, you receive along the way, too, you know, like you'll get feedback that you really don't like. Uh, some one time I got feedback. You don't have the killer instinct for sales when I was in a sales position, you know, or 
you're talking, you're among the crowd of these well-known people, you're acting like the help, you're not acting like a leader, or, you know, things like, like, oh, ow, that hurt. But you know, uh, those type of things can motivate you and make you reflect on yourself honestly. Okay, maybe I need to improve in some areas. So that's for the ego when you're young too. So when you get a little older, you can handle it better. That's true. Uh, you just reminded me of a, I have a friend of mine. Um, my gosh, he's an amazing guy. I, when I spoke from stage, this, this gentleman would be all the way in the back taking notes and then he would provide me feedback. And I could, you know, when you're speaking okay. from stage, you can see everybody and everything, no matter how big, how expansive the room is, you see it all. And I'll be up there talking and all of a sudden I see this hand go up. His name's John Kurth. If he's watching, I love you, brother. He'd put up his left hand, shake his head vigorously and then start writing notes. And I'm in the middle of talking on the stage going in my head going, oh crap, what did I just do? You know, I know I'm going to hear about that one, right? But the cool thing is, yeah, is yeah. he did not hold back. And I love him for that because if he held back, I wouldn't have improved. Because he didn't hold back, I improved vastly. Yes, the comments hurt in the beginning, in the beginning, until I started brushing that ego off. And then it got to the point, literally, Eli, if for any reason he couldn't make it to one of my segments, because we would speak for a mentor of mine, so we got segments of his right. uh, seminar. If, if he couldn't make it, I felt cheated, not by him but cheated out of the opportunity to improve more. I looked forward yeah. to hearing yeah. what yeah. I needed improving on versus, you know, thinking, oh crap, he's going to tell me I stink, which he never said those words, but he did, you know, he's very direct. And because he was, I never made those mistakes ever again. And I appreciate him for that. Yeah. So what do you think about no, getting yeah. no, I get mentors in your life, but the right mentors? Have you been through several mentors of yours that you can recant and look back on and go, that one, that one was the best one? Oh, absolutely. And, and some of them were what I call indirect mentors. You know, people older, uh, I say older, I mean, people that were more mature than you that you went to church with. Or, you know, I uh, served as elder where I went to church in Illinois. And um, one of them pulled me aside because, you know, I don't know, people were, we had a communion meditation. They talked about blood that was spilled. And he came to me and pulled me aside. He said, never say it was spilled. It was shed because it was done on purpose. Like, whoa, what a critique. And and I really appreciated that. So, you know, I've had mentors both spiritually and in business and, you know, just give me feedback uh, because they love me. And sometimes it's hard to hear. And that that's proof right there that you remembered that that vividly. And I, yeah, same. I have vivid re recants of, of specific uh advice as well but uh so that's that tells you he was an impactful person in your life in a positive way even though it didn't feel that great at that yeah. moment and that's right. the beautiful thing is learning to take uh and be educated uh from those who these are the people that love you the most that's why they're the most direct with you it, it doesn't feel like love that moment but that is mm -hmm. truly what they're coming from they're trying to help you and they're doing something most likely that is uncomfortable for them which is telling you like it is right to your face. And yeah. if you take it and absorb it, you will improve and, and kick butt. Oh my gosh. So um, we do have a gift to give away to everyone. I normally run an ad spot. I didn't do it tonight because I was too into it with you, Eli. And that's a good thing. Uh, one of the things I had it scrolling on the bottom is anyone that is here live watching us live, you can win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort compliments of, reach your peak company that sponsors this very show 
And it's not just one of those, uh, we'll take you into the basement and water drip torture you and, and pitch you on a timeshare. It has nothing to do with that. It is a bona fide vacation stay. And there are many resorts all over the world you can choose from. And we're going to give that away here in just a moment. Uh, and the other thing is, Eli, we are now near the end. And what I love to do at the end of every single show is I love to ask this one profound question. And it, it came kind of by chance. Uh, I've done this show now almost five years. And in the beginning, I would ask it here and there during the show. And I started really tuning in and realizing, my gosh, these answers are just incredible. And they're profound. And I thought, you know, I'm going to end every show with this one question. And I'm glad I've, I've been doing that for years now. And it's been phenomenal. And I know your question or your answer is going to be phenomenal as everyone else's has. Um, and so we're going to do that. But real quick, before we do that, I'm going to let everyone know that's watching us live. You must be watching live uh, how to win that five night state of five star luxury resort. Again, compliments of Reacher Peak. I'm going to put it up on the screen and I will read it out for you that are watching live. And I want you to do this. Do not go to the URL I'm about to share with you until the show is over. I don't want you to miss Eli's last incredible answer on this show. I truly, I mean it because I've, I've had so many, so many profound answers that you do not want to miss it. So as long as you promise this, raise your, your right hand, that's your other hand and say, I solemnly swear that I will write this down and we'll be monitoring. My team will be monitoring after the show's over. You have like a half hour once we're done to get that entry and it takes no time. Are you ready? Here we go. Write this down, get a pen, get a paper and put it up on the screen. What you want to do is you want to go to this web address. It's ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. So it's ryp, which stands for reach your peak, dot im forward slash vacation. Write that down and then go visit that right after we sign off for the evening and I can't wait to see who the winner is going to be. I love giving this prize away. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Eli, you've been a lot of fun, but it's time for that question. Sure. And the cool thing about this question is what I will say is there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It's not a test. Uh, in fact, the exact opposite is the case. The only correct answer is yours because the answer will be unique to you. It's personal in that way but only because it's unique to you. And if it takes you 10 seconds to come up with the answer or even a minute, that's just perfect because that answer is yours and it's perfect. If it takes you a microsecond, still perfect because that's your answer. And now with after all that buildup, are you ready for the question? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, you are definitely ready. I know it for a fact. Okay, here we go. Eli Step, how do you define success? Uh, for me, um, being happy, doing what you want to do when you want to do it while helping others. Uh, I love it. I love it. I, I've had some that go on for five minutes. I have others that are a couple of sentences like yours. And here is the beautiful part, Eli, to date, I've done this a long time. No two people yet have answered it the same exact way. That is why it's so profound. And I will also add to that because you're one, you're part of the group now, and that is not a single person named money. 
as the reason or their definition of success or riches or wealth. Some inferred that it would give them the freedom to be, you know, to, to define success, being free with their family, but money was not the definition of success. That's what I love. Every person I've had on here, that is what the true definition of a successful entrepreneur and individual is to me. I know this now doing this show for so long and you just right down the middle, Steve Riker, as they would say in baseball, uh, right along with the others. I appreciate you. I appreciate your authenticity, your integrity, your service to our country. Uh, the fact that you lead by example. Uh, thank you for everything. You've been a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, guest on this show. And I can't wait to see what holds in store for the two of us going forward in, in whatever way that means. I truly do. I agree. Well, thank you so much, Brian. It's been great to be here. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and thanks for making it so comfortable. Oh, you're very welcome. You you helped with that. I got to tell you, you, you're a wonderful, wonderful person to interview. Uh, we'll have to do this again for sure. All right. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of the amazing Eli Stepp, I'm your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. We will be back again very, very soon. I cannot wait. Be sure to go to themindbodybusinessshow.com. Click on any of the buttons on where and how to watch and fill out that form. You're going to get a discount card for hotels just for doing that. But you will also get notified the moment we go live the next time, which is roughly a week from tonight. We do this on a weekly basis. That way you won't forget. We'll give you a link. You just click it and you're already here watching. And then you can qualify to win that five-night stay that we give away every single show. All right. That's it for us tonight. So long, everybody. Thank you once again, Eli. I appreciate you, my brother. And we will talk Thank to everyone so once again very, very soon. So please do two things. Everyone, go out, serve more people and serve them uh, robustly and with great passion. And number two, to a person, please, everyone, be blessed. Take care for now. And so long. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.